This is Vanity Project with Laura and Charles. Watch the gay men get caught. Very unserious lipstick lesbian. This is the part where... There is no such thing as a slut. There is no such thing as a bit. When I look back on my life... This really is the podcast for me. Okay. We're back. We're back. <laughs> Hello. We're back with a special guest. Yes. Hello. Um, <laughs> um, first in a series of interviews of our artists that are um, participating in, that have so graciously agreed to participate in mm-hmm. the Vanity Project second birthday party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, please turn your phone on silent. That's the <laughs> good time it's happening like two, three podcasts. I know, it's bad. It's getting bad. Um, please welcome Jessica, to the stage Rose Pearson. I live with that. Live with that intro. Fierce three name. You've got to do three names. You've got to do Catherine Zeta Jones, ah. Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> no, like Anya Taylor Joy. Anyone in yeah. Korea. Yeah. Anyone. Anyone. Yeah. Any one of them. Um, well, welcome. welcome. Thank you for coming onto the pod. Thank you for having me. Um, what do you when you need to give like an artist bio or something? What do you put in it? Because you you have your you have many kind of crafts and trades. Yeah, it's quite confusing at times. I, I lately it is literary girl, lead pencil enthusiast, uh-huh. out of work actress, um, bass guitarist of hypothetical girl band The Purr. Mm-hmm. That's a great but name for a band. The Purr. The Purr. Yeah, we were just going to be called Purr, but then we're like, no, you could put the. 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 That is really cool. Yeah. But I guess I'm an actress, which I like the word actress. Mm. Actress, poet. Ugh. Yeah. That's no, that's great. No, that's perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's really cool. Because we actually met at um, at a theatre. Yes. <laughs> you did? At the theatre. We met at the theatre. Oh, how Glamorous. What, what were you seeing? Where were you? We were, we were working. <laughs> oh, you were working? Of course. Yes, I heard this. Yeah. I heard this. Working girls. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if you know, Charles also works in, in um, the performing yes, arts. Yes, I work at... <laughs> we're going to... True. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I went there. You did? You went yeah, there? Yeah, I did. No way. Yeah. Wild. What was that like? Um. Yeah. No? Yeah. No, I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. I just... Um, I was also 19 mm. and was in my, like, party girl era and, like, right. wasn't really, like, sentient yet. No. Got it. And so I, I guess, like, for me, there was, like, great uh, sources of knowledge and good opportunities, but I just, like, didn't really give a fuck. And yeah. all I really yeah. saw it for was, like, there's so many fucking, like... Nepo babies and mm. piss me off, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, what can you expect? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of I the wonder. culture of the place. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an institution for a reason. It's for a, sure, you know? for sure. Is there like any way to curb that ever? I don't know. I no, there's not. Pissed. No. There's <laughs> not. There's not. Just keep partying on. That's what I did. Mm. Like, yeah, I almost got kicked out. No way. No that's, way. That's so much better. Tell us about. I know what happened. because well, you have to have ninety eight percent attendance. It's pretty boring. Oh really? Yeah, like not a very punk rock story. No. Um, and so you were I just, like 95%. I was maybe like 72. Oh, okay. Oh. Like I was late. 
I was coming into voice class with the yoga mats, like, ready to go, wah, 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 like, still <laughs> drunk. <laughs> and then, like, living, I was going, woo, like, doing my little vocal like, and, like, yeah, lying on the ground, and they're like, all right, lift your left arm up, and I was going, I can't. <laughs> I actually can't. Um, but some of it was cute. Yeah, mm. sure. But I hated the other people. Like, I... Mm. Uh, it's great. I, I'd also just like I've never really liked other actors. Mm. I find them quite painful to be around, and whenever people, I'm like, oh. what is it specifically about actors that's painful? To it's be called after class. We would go to um, the pub across the road, yeah. and um, we would do you know those Doncaster. Yeah, the Doncaster. It's not a great pub. It's an awful pub, but we would sit there, and do you know what are those like? Not Vogue 72 questions, but... (laughs) (laughs) The Vogue 72 questions. That's fucked because we were planning on asking you 72 questions as the... That was going to be the format. Oh, But no, we would ask those, like, maybe, like, 30 questions to make somebody fall in love with you. But we would get drunk and sit each other down and do it. Um, to see who could like we'd have like competitions to see who could cry first oh yeah right. some weird mm-hmm. shit but then I was like okay mm-hmm. we're just none of us are blinking we're doing the Michael Caine trick right. like nobody's okay. actually feeling anything right now you're just staring mm-hmm. until you water and then you blink and then you go <laughs> and like make all <laughs> ugly noise yeah so you know how to cry on command you bragged <sighs> about it in your book um <laughs> How, could you could you give us any kind of tips tricks? Laura doesn't need any help. Oh my god, I haven't. No, I used to. The, the story is that I used to cry a lot. I could yeah. cry at sunsets, and it would just it would just come out of me. Like yeah, yeah. I can't actually do it anymore. You can't. Okay. But I I probably could if I tried. Today I um spent like an hour reading um in an American accent. And drinking heaps of San Pellegrino and not blinking, and I read um, like Lana Del Rey's really bad poetry mm. because I just oh. wanted to cry. Yeah. And but like not in like a real emotional way. Like I felt nothing. I just wanted to have the moment, um, the like visual moment for nobody. <laughs> um, but the like, Ale, I love so you. That really bad poem that she wrote mm. from Violent but Backwards Over the Grass or whatever. She's like, yeah, LA, I love you. Why am I feeling this way when I've got nothing to offer? And it's so lame. <laughs> like, it's so... Do you, have, do you have a copy of the Lana Del Rey poetry book? I do. Where'd you get it? Booktopia. Booktopia, cool. <laughs> I didn't even know, I didn't it's, even know it's it was like, printed. It's all, yeah, yeah, it's printed. Yeah, it's like not... How wild. It's, it's a like, legitimate lead distributed it, yeah. book, yeah. Actually, I got it in a bookstore in a Berkeley Books hmm. in the Northern Beaches. Oh, just came back. There to you go. Well, speaking of books, yes, the like elephant <laughs> in the room. Hello. Um, is it recently? Was it was it last month? March. In March, um, this lovely book of poetry was released, Yearning at the Opera Bar, um, published by No More Poetry, based in Melbourne. It's it was their fifteenth project, um, and it's a book of scenes. Mm-hmm. But also poetry. Yeah. And that's kind of the one, that's the thing that's kind of happening. 
That is the thing that's happening. Mm. And there were, <laughs> there were a couple of launch events, right? Like you did one yeah, in Sydney so and then later in Melbourne. we did a launch at Chauffeur Gallery mm. in Sydney, which was really cute with some Dan and Joshua from the publication Red. And so did um, Gigi and S.A. Vexner. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, it was really, really, it was a beautiful event. I've like, yeah, and then the Melbourne one was cool as well. Mm. We, through Paperback Bookstore, they do like salons next door on Burke Street at Martini's with Mancini, mm. um, which is a gorgeous little so bar. Fabulous. It was so fancy and cute with like Carmen Sibakaizo um, did some readings and so did Dan Ward again. Um, and it was really beautiful and fancy and bespoke. Mm. And gorgeous. And speaking of introductions, I got, like, my favourite introduction I've ever gotten by Carmen. And she introduced me by talking about um, the Bertolt Brecht play ball that was adapted into a Michael Fassbinder film. And she said that in this film... The person playing the poet, the protagonist, said, when you fuck an actress, you fuck her in black and white. And then, like, wrapped it up, like, and then was like, okay, now Jessica Rose Pearson. And I was like, go off. That's crazy. That's awesome. That's awesome. Go off. You've been upstaged by your own introduction. I know. I was like, all right, hello, goodbye. Like, you know? Incredible. Because that's kind of the, but that's kind of the uh, imagery in, I keep saying the world, but the world that you're, um kind of writing in this book lives in where it's mm. it's very cinematic and it's very much about like almost like personal myth making mm. and about yeah about um about the world of like being an actress and being perceived, being perceived. as well mm. and like identity mm. and wanting the, to be fabulous the performance yeah. of self and like mm. never turning it off mm. the camera is always rolling mm. yes always especially when no one's around especially, especially in my bedroom today Lana Del Rey poetry <laughs> yes but yeah well yeah it's even yeah it's all just a big movie mm. but did it start as scenes when you were sort of yeah yeah and it did and i wrote it chronologically oh wow yeah which never happens well it has such a grand opening i can imagine writing <laughs> like the writing following from that when i first picked it up and opened it and you you command us you say play yeah. play this song yes, play this song i, do. Yeah, I have my awesome. huge like noise cancelling headphones on and, and played it and it's like this insane thing it's very american psycho to be sitting there like reading this book yeah listening to this like <laughs> yeah. symphonic actually like psycho. i because i love like reverse cowgirl by mackenzie Wolf, i love, and I love the user book. manual chapter mm. where she's like roll it up and fuck it mm. hilarious and I'm like I'd love yeah exactly and then I'm like let's give some instructions and also like I recently read the most ridiculous thing in my life which is, is not that ridiculous it's just like I read Motel Chronicles by Sam Shepard mm-hmm. and it was just like I don't know I like like reading Eve Babbitt's or like Joan Didion like girl books and this was just like it was like what Paris, Texas was based off. Like just like real Western cowboy shit and like like there were photos in it of guys with trucks. And there was this incredible chapter in it that was um I'm about to lose my voice. Like this has been happening to me a lot lately. Anyway, That's there's okay. this incredible chapter in it. 
um, where he basically is like this lonely cowboy and he starts off by saying that he wants you to play Wild Horses by the Rolling Stones, like, as you read it. So I'm, like, I'm playing, I'm, like, sitting in my dad's, like, chair in the backyard because I live in my parents' house now. It's a whole other thing. Um, <laughs> anyway, and I'm like playing Wild Horses by the Stones, and then it basically it's just this cowboy like holding his guitar, mm. and he smells like he misses his woman, and mm. he smells the guitar strings and the metal like like reminds him of the smell of pussy, and then he starts like licking um, the guitar <laughs> strings, and then, um, and then he just starts, like, jerking off, and, like, wow. like whilst he's holding his guitar, and then he comes, and then Where he, does he come? Like, just all over on, on it, all over it, <laughs> and then he says, he la- he says, it's written in first person, he says he laughs to himself, and then he says... You try sometimes, you just might find, you get what you need. <laughs> it's not even the same Rolling Stones song, like, but it's like, it's, it's just like, it's just like a mad brain, and I'm like, yes, wow. like, give me more of that. That was wow. so funny. That's awesome. Yeah. Is it funny reading it? It sounds okay, like it's, it's quite really, tense and erotic it's re- the way that you kind it's of re- it. That's the, um, okay, so it's so, ble- it was such a bleak, like, dude read. Watch the game, mm. then Then it had that, which had me cackling. <laughs> it was only, like, three pages as well, mm. and that, and then there's also, like, this photo of, like, this beautiful woman, like, posed mm. in the kitchen, and there's, like, a poem, you know, about how, like, he misses his woman and how there's, like, too many women with like he misses his natural woman and there's too many people now with silly cone tits but he spells it like silly silly hyphen cone and I was just but in this like bleak book about like grief and heartache and like the desert but just those two bits I was like it was enough for me wow worth it worth it and there's quite a sense of humour in yearning at the (laughs) opera bar (laughs) (laughs) no but there is I like I I, when uh, the first thing that I was like damn she's fucking funny was um the poem titled oh the scene titled Nicole Kidman yeah and I had to it was like late at night and I was flicking through it and I was like I need to send this to Charles (laughs) I well I watched like Nicole Kidman 73 questions like once a week and know that I'm once a week wow gonna be on that farm Oh yeah, they that that one is in Australia. Right? I don't know it's if beautiful. I've ever it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Lovely. She's song. in like she a white great. dress. Yeah. Like yeah, she's yeah. killing it. Yeah, white dress. Yeah, Lana Del Rey. Um, what kind of questions are they asking? I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, like what her drink would be if she then she says a Bellini. <laughs> I love a Bellini. <laughs> yeah. Um, I honestly don't even remember. I like it frothy. Lots of Because she's quite articulate. Like, mm. when you hear her speak, she takes herself very seriously mm. as an actress, Our which I think Jonah is one of my favourite things about her. Loves that moment um, of when she is on the set of Big Little Lies and, like, Reese Witherspoon says something really banal to her. And then <laughs> Nicole back is like, Reese, do you ever think about dying? Yeah, I love <laughs> think that. Think about it all the time. Yeah. That's you, that's you and your friends podcast. Uh, yeah, that was me. Um, oh my god. But then there's they do ask her how she's joking around him in queue, and then mm. they ask her, How are you feeling these days, Nicole? These and days. she looks at the floor, she looks back up with those little eyes, and she says, Raw. Wow. <laughs> 
I adore her. Yeah. Wow. She's an icon. Raw. She's an icon. Um, was that a true story about Nicole Kidman in the book? Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. I was I went to Melbourne on my eighteenth birthday alone. Mm-hmm. And then I was at like a punk show at the Grace Darling Hotel and I didn't know even know what to order, so I was just like ordering Tequila sunrises. <laughs> like, I was saying, is that what you order? Because I was so 18 and cute. And I had, like, a shaved head, and I was wearing a dress, like, that my friend made. That, like, didn't fit me right, and it was awkward. And then I just, like, went up to these people and was like, time to make some friends. <laughs> <laughs> and the best way to make friends yeah, is Yeah, and they to... were, like, cool, cool models, and I lied, and I told them like straight off the bat that I was Nicole Kidman's goddaughter. How did you how did you insert did, that into the conversation? I think I was just like you just came right out and said I think it. I just thought that that was what you were supposed to do. Right, mm. right, right, right. I wonder if Nicole Kidman's goddaughter lives in Sydney and moves around us. Yeah. I'm sure she does. I know somebody who was like her gardener when she lived in Darling Point. No way. Yeah. I know where her parents live. Where did they <laughs> I can't say where they live, um, but um, it's like near my godmother's place, mm. around the corner. It's kind of on a main road. It's like this really old, stately, <laughs> beautiful home in... Um, and yeah, really funny. My mum, we were on a walk once around there when we were house sitting, my godmother's house. My mum was like, Nicole Kidman's parents live there. So I took a picture, <laughs> sent it straight to Laura. Yes. <laughs> yeah. As you do, as you do. Yeah. Yeah. But then I, yeah, I did all their cocaine and then I like, they took me to this club and I thought it was lame and I was like, I'm going to go home. (laughs) And I (laughs) ran away. When I look back on my life. Yeah. That's awesome. And then I, and then I like, I I thought they were really cool because they were models and Mm. then I found them on Instagram, like through like (laughs) psycho sleuthing, like, like, um, and then I followed them all that night and that night they all like followed me back but then I guess the next day they were probably all together and realised I lied about my identity <laughs> and then they all unfollowed me. On mass? Yeah. And how did you discover like did you just suddenly see Well I was just like in my notifications you? and then their notifications weren't there anymore oh, and I was really perhaps. sad. Honestly? And I learned a yeah. lesson. Pretty mm. raw. Just tell the truth girl. <laughs> Oh, but sometimes lie is so much fun. Lie is fun. Mm. Lie. Lie a little. What was the last lie you told? Yeah. Um. Oh, God. I'm trying to think. Well, you lied a lot on a previous episode of the pod. <laughs> yeah, of course... but I was... In my opinion, that was... That was, like... It was just easier. It was just easier to lie? <laughs> it was just so much easier. Um, yeah, on the, like... We, like, reviewed... Um, <laughs> there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard. Okay. And I was just really, like... I really was struggling to feel any type of way about that album. I've listened to it so so many times Mm. and do you have opinions on it yeah i do because actually i'm i'm i've borrowed my dad's like awful ford falcon station wagon my friends call it the hearse it's like the car no yes but it doesn't have like bluetooth connection yeah 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 um so i went to jb hi-fi last week and got the cd you've got the cd but but it's all i've been able to listen to over and over and over and over and over and the more i listen did you drive here were you listening to it when you drive here Mm. my god um, I love the song Sweet. 
I like she that. That, that actually, I told the truth about that song. It's <laughs> my favorite if one of them. If you want some basic bitch, go to the Beverly Center <laughs> and find her. And I love the bit where she goes, uh, I've got things to do, like nothing at all. I want to do them with you. Do you want to do them with me? Pretty raw. Yeah. I like, it's I like just that. sweet. I like that. I also <laughs> simply, like... Simply put. Margaret. Because, baby, if you're... That's his someone. favorite one. I hate that one. In trouble. I don't like bull- the, when the dude comes in. <laughs> yeah, that's creepy, right? It's like, what are you doing? What did he, What's he doing here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like he was not invited into the house. He's like the 73... He, like, rocks up being like, I'm 73, <laughs> 73 questions. And you're like, no, you're not. Like... <laughs> That 73 questions guy because his voice it's is in probably, all of them. It could be him. I uh, know. I don't know. Be That'd him. be a good way to like rob like um, delusional girls is to like knock on the like, girl around Darling House, knocking on oh, people's houses. Oh my god, like, for Vogue? Did you get an email? Vogue. <laughs> and then just rob them. Like, <laughs> the noobling ring. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. But I love Margaret. I love Margaret. I love Margaret. What do you make of the album as a whole? Um, I think it's. Raw. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's really sad. Mm. It's really sad. Like, um, there's a lot of pain in Lana mm. now. Like, mm. I can tell. I'm like, oh, you've been through it. But I also think she's got fighting energy. Um, and I can really sense it in the homage to Venice Beach and to, like, the mm. hands on my knees and Angelina Jolie. Yeah. And to when the fucking breakdown in A&W. and w yeah. There, that's hot. Totally sexy. It's really sexy. Mm. But then I'm like, Jimmy only loves you when you want to get high. Like, maybe you shouldn't... Who's Jimmy? Get rid of Jimmy. Get rid of Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy's got to go. Mm. Jimmyy's got to go. Wild. There's so many names. <laughs> like, who's she Chucky? Loves a name. Who's Chucky? Oh, that's surely the sister, right? Her sister. She has a sister. A sister called Chuck. Yeah, the photographer sister, yeah. Chuck. No but way, Chuck. I thought Chuck was there for three out of three. <laughs> or is that Donahue? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Wait, what? Yeah, who was there for three out of three? <laughs> Chucky was there for three out of three. Oh. But, like, maybe that's because she just had three kids. And I'm like, Lana, that's not a good line. I thought it was three out of three funerals. Oh, she's it's singing funerals. about funerals. It's funerals. She's saying, oh, she's no. saying someone was there for all of them. Like a lot of people died in the oh last few years. Yeah. Anyway, we don't need to talk about no, that. No, no, we don't need to go there. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about you and you at the opera bar. <laughs> when was the last time you were at the opera bar? On the night of the launch. Oh, oh that's awesome. The Sydney launch, yeah, that's we awesome. went to the opera bar. Ate some oysters. Awesome. Mm. Um, somebody, <laughs> they've got almost kicked out for not wearing a shirt. Just oh. <laughs> wearing like. Did, a, did, did she arrive with the shirt? Yeah, she, come she, off she arrived. Take your shirt off. Of the she upper arrived bar. with a singlet over her bikini, but then she got like sore stains, so oh. then started ripping her shirt and then, <laughs> <laughs> like ripping the the patch out. That's awesome. She just wore a child girl Charlie's trucker hat. And like That's they, they awesome. came up to her and told her she had to put her shirt back. That's on. really disappointing. Yeah, you would you would hope that the opera house was you know one bastion against kind of like I don't I don't know taking your shirt off. Like, <laughs> and how many shirtless people have we seen inside the opera house mm. on their stages? Like it's just this weird kind of double standard. Totally, totally. Mm. But it was beautiful. 
I love the I actually love the opera bar yeah, and I love so like I love even like the normie influencer part of it like yeah. it's it's so Sydney Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's very much a Sydney microcosm. Yeah. For sure. It's the first place that I took my boyfriend when he came to visit in Australia. Mm. He's not from Australia. Mm. Um, and he was, yeah, pretty taken aback and um, mm. impressed. And I think we need to hold on to that. Yeah. And in, and enjoy it for what it is. It did close at, like, 10 p.m. on a Sunday, though. I was like, come oh, really? on. Let's oh, bring it weird. back to midnight. It's a Sunday. Hello. I bet all the shows aren't even done by then. Yeah. Yeah, Wild. a bit ridiculous if you ask me. It's embarrassing. I was there with the Melbourne gang. Oh, my God. I'm oh, trying it's to embarrassing. I know. <laughs> it's such a hassle trying to prove something about a city that, I don't know, has so much to offer. Yeah. Um, so at the moment as well, you're coordinating a writer's group. Yeah, <laughs> talk to us about that. That's Sunday what School. The, what was the impetus for Sunday School? Um, well, basically, <laughs> my friend Jack would just hit me up and was like, um, we should do a thing because I'm not motivated (laughs) and I need peer pressure to motivate me and I was like alright I don't have that (laughs) (laughs) but no let's 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 do it because you know I feel like Melbourne had read the room Mm. or has read the room which is like a cute little group well, yeah, it's like a writer's crit group. And Sydney doesn't, like... Melbourne's got a lot of free education mm. stuff mm. with, like, sound school and, as well, where they, like... You can do, like, an eight-week course and learn oh God, how to, like, live code electronic music. Yeah, that's that crazy. Yeah, globally. I know. And it's, like, Melbourne, like, Sydney doesn't have all this shit, but I actually think after COVID, because Sydney is, like, a more just like on paper a more beautiful city and mm. people are like more conservative of where their homes are mm. like heaps of people I know have moved up from Melbourne mm. and like I feel like there's something bubbling in Sydney at the moment which is also why it was called cool like write a book with so many like sort of nods to iconic Sydney locations like the Coke sign and the mm. opera bar but anyway Jack and I Jack Mannix and I just wanted to start something like Breathe the Room in Melbourne mm. and was it after the launch of this? Yeah, we kind of got talking, and it's been really cute. Mm. We've got eight people in the cohort. We've got you and me and Jack and Elizabeth Solich and Liv Christo, Phoebe Martin, Gus McGraw. Fabulous things are brewing. Beautiful, beautiful things are brewing. Mm. It would just be nice. Like, and we've got eight people in the cohort now. Mm. We'll have a big reading event at the end. And oh, that's exciting. At a gallery somewhere. I don't know yet. Mm. Uh, where yet. But then, like, we'll probably grow the cohorts because I feel like, like, people really... Oh, yeah. They're feeling for it. And it's cute. It's, it's also, really like, cute. so much BS in the world. It's nice to, like... It's, like... A lot of people in the group are, like, my closest friends as well, but I haven't even... I'm like, oh, my God, you have a brain? Mm. Like, right, <laughs> it's right, so right, nice, right. actually. Yeah. Like, I don't know, put your best foot forward and, like, you know. You kind of need to per- need permission to do that, don't you? You need everyone yeah. to, to um, give you the time to yeah. listen. I have some yeah. time and, like, the, the context to do it in. Like, um... Like, we all have very, you know, creative friends, and it's not until... If you want to make something alongside them, mm. yeah. I really do think you need to, like, put aside the time to, like... I don't know, like, 
do something like either a jam or like mm. catch up sessions on what have you been up to? And it sounds like the specifically the um, lodge event at Chauffeur was like quite inspiring or like energizing in that way. If it got you and Jack kind of talking about, yeah, let's do something. Definitely, no more poetry. Especially, it's kind of a testament to them and the emotions that they harbor. They've mm. got this beautiful thing that they've created that's based on like so much love they're mm. the sweet dan and joshua are the sweetest people in the fucking world and yeah like i think when so much stuff like comes from weird places sometimes and i'm always i don't know I'm like um like dubious intent yeah totally mm. and it's just it's like when something like this like i don't know nice like comes you're like whoa this is so fucking good yeah. and like they came in from Melbourne with such good energy and it got everyone really excited. Like, mm. a lot of people I know were keen and they're going to come back and do a Sydney launch soon, I think, cool. for their next book. Um, but, yeah. That's and great idea. Way. Sorry, you were going to no, say... No, no, go for it. I was just going to say, great idea to bring all of the scenes together. Like, we all have exactly. so many friends yeah. in each yeah, city. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, it's so... It's so good. Mm. And, yeah. Yeah. It's been exciting and nice. And writing such a solitary thing mm. as well that it's nice to be able to share it with people. But it's also like you were saying, wanting to make stuff with friends as well is difficult as well when you're just, like, drinking beers at the pub with mm. them. And what a good way to, like, introduce the potential of creating stuff in, like, a low-stakes environment where I'm totally. like, we're just going to riff for a bit. Mm. <laughs> 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 and, like, have dinner and, like, read our own work. And that will... It's like, you know... Test the waters and, mm. you know. That's beautiful. Yeah. See what everyone thinks. Also, everyone has, uh, like, I love when those moments of, like, like, I don't know, I, I kind of want to talk about, um, I guess, like, um, inspiration, but specifically in the context of, like, either, like, being in a scene or, like, a friend group or just having people around you that inspire you. Because I feel like we all have mm. such cool friends that we love. Yeah. And that makes up a part of, like, either, like, writing or doing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um where was I going with this, that um, something like the writers group, for example, um, brings us together and we all come from such kind of different places in terms of, like, taste and uh, our kind of uh, creative background and whatever, and then come together and it's like, oh, my God, I love... Like, I, like Sophie, um, who's, like, such a whiz and a genius and a oh, yeah, funny she's, one. Yeah, resident genius. That's what I call her. Resident yeah, genius. She, like, yeah, she's so smart. And, the, like, I can just tell there's so much happening inside there. Um, and she she commented on, like, the soundboard for the pod. And <laughs> I said, oh, well, actually, one of the... one." She said, do we ever add new sounds? And I said, we try to every time. And then she... And then I was telling her, but actually, you know... The, the Lady Gaga transgender life one is actually just, <laughs> it's just a direct rip of uh, yeah. um, this other podcast called Nympho Wars, yeah, which, which I was Jack, saying. Yeah. And then Jack sits down at the table and he's like, oh, Nympho was my favourite podcast. I love that podcast. Yeah. And I was like, it's just the little things that kind of, when they spark as well, it's like, oh, my God, of course we're both into that thing and that's why we have mm. this synergy on mm. on whatever, you know. Yeah, I didn't even, like, even all this stuff about there's so many synchronicities that have happened, like, I've been friends with Jack for a while and, like, had no idea they were a big germs fan. Ooh. I was like, well, when I was actually, I've got a fucking germs tattoo and I'm like, oh, lame, but so cute. Cool, but it's cute. also, like, art as, like, a social practice, right? And, 
uh, like I don't know fuck Brian Eno <laughs> on the record <laughs> I read his diary a year ago and it was so fucking boring <laughs> I was like I would ha- if I met Brian Eno oh, I would lay into him I was like get over yourself dude oh, like no. oh my god really that's so lame so nah, lame and like no. the only interesting bit of his diary which was so big I was like oh was he like got really horny over like the idea of f- f- fat women farting in saunas which his words he wrote, he wrote and I was like that. that's a big edgelordy of you Brian you know but I do like how he says um seniors over genius wait what's that seniors, seniors like seniors like seniors. not genius yes seniors like the oh, best things come from like from a scene a collective uh, of uh, genius cool. opposed cool. to just one person and yeah. I like that he like is pro getting the bars yeah yes. yeah so when he goes to the sauna he's surrounded <laughs> by the fat women farting, he considers that to be seniors because it sparks, <laughs> it sparks all this kind it's of... Symphonic. Yeah. Symphonic, right? It's um, ambient, sauna ambience. Oh music for airports, music uh, for, for saunas. One of our friends at the moment is like, <laughs> his major work is going to have some kind of sound element to it. He's a sound artist and mm. a DJ. And um, and I've heard him talking for a couple of weeks now about how he's going to make a guided meditation, which I think is, it sounds really funny, but I think it's going to be really cool. And, um, and I found out that on the weekend he went to a sauna for research. <laughs> yeah. Like, Wait, how do I go to a sauna for research purposes? I think I have to something. go to a motel for research. Really? For my Llama Plaza motel story. And how will you pick the motel? Yeah. Huge question. There's a motel on... I was going to stay at the Coburg Motel, but you can't stay Where's there. That? It's in Melbourne, but it's the one oh. where... It's very bad. Say it, say it, say it. When. Do you want me to repeat it? Yeah. When. And we're not laughing. I didn't didn't know. I didn't know that that happened. You can't put that in. (laughs) We can bleep it out. We can bleep both of us out. And then people won't know why yeah, you're laughing. Yeah, people will be like, why are they laughing? Oh why are they laughing? Oh my God. Because it's tell really them. funny. <laughs> but you can't know. <laughs> it's embargoed. It's about my embargoed. new story. Yeah, yeah that's why it's we're bleeping embargo. it. It's under embargo. Oh my um, God. So not that one. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 not that one. But um, I was going to say something about the scenes. But it's interesting. And mm. this is why I really like the writers group. Fucking... <laughs> Um, Brad Trammell recently posted on Instagram about clout bombing and how in like scenes without territories and I was talking about like how the internet there are no like mm. New York City beat poets yeah. or no like collectives from specific areas mm. and how like much that sucks and like basically ragged on like the internet as a new territory for a scene and like how it's really lame to like be paid $500 to do a write an article about like girl bossing gatekeeping gaslighting mm. and i was like totally so it's so nice to like get off the grid for a bit and be like let's actually have like i like going in around different houses in darling Horse and potts point <laughs> they have to be in darling <laughs> <laughs> i know like oh shit but like oh, maybe sydney as a whole right Ooh. sure 
And it's, like, cute to be back in the real world eating lentil soup mm. and, like, drinking... Nothing grounds you, like, eating lentil soup with <laughs> five croutons. other people with croutons, with, like, nice, really nice croutons. With croutons oh, and, like, mugwort tea. Oh, mugwort and ginger tea? What's for depression, mugwort? apparently. It's for depression. I've heard this. Awesome. It was, like... <laughs> so I think I think you can, like, smoke it as well or something. You can, like, roll joints with it. Ooh. And the witchy part know. and the sort of Harry Potter-esque sounding... <laughs> to me that's painting a picture um so talking about inspiration yes and yeah Gigi asked me this fabulous question when we were at Lev's bonfire and I just thought this is a question I'm going to bring to our interviews which is what is inspiring you this week what is this week Faye Dunaway in the movie Network Mm, I've never seen it it's my favourite movie Sydney Lumet Oh, it's incredible. She wears beige outfits. Is Faye Dunaway the mummy dearest one? Yes. No, I actually don't know. I'm not going to pretend I do. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. No, this um, podcast is all about yes, pretending. Yes, yes, <laughs> Um. Okay, so Faye Dunaway Network okay. is inspiring me this week. Um... Jack Mannix is inspiring me this oh, week. Oh, mm. that's sweet. Um, yeah, I really liked his writing last night. Uh, yeah, Faye Dunaway Network, Jack Mannix. Um, mm. Mad Men. The show? Yeah. Really? Talk to us about that. Is it your first time watching it? Yeah. Wild. I've never seen it before. I really love it. Mm-hmm. And I love this scene um, where I love um, Bet- Betty Betty Draper. Mm, Betty Draper. She's fucking incredible. Mm. There's this incredible scene, I think it's at the end of season two, where it's just like, so I don't even know what the episode was about, and mm. I honestly don't even care. Um... But she comes out and the neighbours got heaps of pigeons and it's pissing her off. <laughs> and this old-timey, like, like Strange by Patsy Cline comes on or something like mm. that. Or, like, Crazy by Patsy Cline, one of those songs. And she comes out with this fucking right... Like, her hair's beautiful and she's yeah. dressed gorgeous. And then so. she's, like, smiling with perfect lipstick, comes out with a rifle <laughs> and just starts shooting no all of the pigeons. And then the... Um, the credits roll. Incredible. Awesome. Fades to black, credits roll. You're like, fuck, why wasn't that the final scene of my book? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But also, it, like, really ushered in a new age of television, right, where it was, like, um, film quality TV mm. every it's episode. It's an incredible show. Mm. It's an incredible show. I've never seen it. I used to watch it with my mum when I was a really? kid. Really? Oh, that's yeah. so cute. I don't even... People keep asking me, like, what even are you up to? And I'm like, I don't even know. Mm, like, I watch it when I... I watch yeah. it when I fall asleep, and I yeah. just let it hit me, and I, like, love whatever's going on. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Mad Men. Yeah. I'm living. Mm. What's exciting you this week, Charles? Ooh. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, the week just started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... I am really excited we're doing a photo shoot tomorrow. Yeah, what's the pink lights? So I sent a, a sneaky video to Jesse. Oh. That just went to you. Um, For your eyes, was... I know. We're doing a... <laughs> we'll bleep it out, but we're doing... <laughs> For our podcast. <laughs> For our party. 
Um, and I shaved my legs for the first time today. How was that? Itchy. I've never shaved anything with a razor. And I did like a first full day of work from home. And then I just sort of like left myself 15 minutes to shave. And I didn't know how much skin there was on my leg. Mm. And I was telling him like, it's going to like, it's going to take you a really long time. Probably like 45 minutes. Laura knew. Because also like, I yeah, it takes a long like, time. <laughs> <laughs> like I've seen people's body hair where it's like, oh my God, like, I don't know. Like it's, I have like a average man's amount of body hair, which is fine, but it's like more than the normal amount for mm. a woman. And I She's know, <laughs> I know how like frustrating it is to try and remove it, uh-huh. especially when you're like shaving fully grown out hair. Uh-huh. And the ra- each time you swipe the razor, you have to clean the razor out. Yes, yes that was my trouble. Oh, no, so just... what's exciting me this week yeah. is like going and looking at my patchy, hairy legs <laughs> in the mirror afterwards and being like kind of turned on by yeah, my yeah. own legs. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was fierce. I dropped my trousers when I got here and showed our, <laughs> our friend and Laura. Mm. I was like, do you want to see my like 90% shaved legs? Do you think you'll keep doing it? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It feels pretty funny. Um... Because I can, you know, feel the the genes on my legs. Yeah, which is you a, can. It's like an unknown pleasure to me. Mm. Um, that's what's exciting me this week, if I'm mm. talking about today. Mm. Laura, how mm. about you? Like what's just today. You? Yeah, definitely. The, um, yeah, getting getting onto the set tomorrow night uh-huh. and taking the photos. Getting behind the camera. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. It's going to be a riot. Um, what is exciting me this week? Um... Oh, being in beautiful Darlinghurst. Mm. Yes. Oh, it's so amazing. It's, it's gorgeous. So amazing. Laura's house sitting for one of our friends. Yeah. Yeah. So how long are you doing that for? Um, only for another two weeks. Do you think you're? It's time to come to the city. Do you think it uh, is? I don't know. Because it the the money thing is so crazy. Like, if I was paying... I'm not... Um, it's not a sublet or anything. Mm. If I was paying rent for the place, like, I just think my life would be so entirely different. Mm. And I'm, like, kind of trying to save money, which I know would not... Like, I would be living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was yeah. like. And which lately, is, I've been really wanting to come back. Yeah. I'm here every day mm. that's gotta be painful it's Travel- so yeah. painful yeah yeah I was talking to our friend Megan and just like again like probing her about we were talking about Zona culture and how fun that is in Berlin and she lived there for a year and I was like oh my god like what you know do you still have friends there like blah 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 what's it like and she said it, she had a mate that just got back and moved back in with his parents and she was like you know he's like in his in his 40s and um he moved back absolutely broke. He moved back home so broke from living over there um, because even if cost of living is a bit cheaper, they're not getting paid as much. So, right, yeah. right, right. Just so crazy. It blows my mind. It makes me want to yeah. tear my hair There's up. There's no yeah. answer to it. Like, I'm not even really saving money because I'm in mm. Sydney so much all the time, so I'm always just like, what the fuck is the point? Right, yeah. right, right. Um, <sighs> do you think it's Sydney for you? Or are you both going to go and live, run away to Iceland? Oh, <laughs> we I should was do talking that. About, yeah, well, yeah. Um, I was talking about it with um, Faye earlier today, like, wondering what it's like for people who have um, immigrated or even just, like, moved cities and how 
Faye and I's conception of moving away would be with the idea of always moving back to Sydney. Like, we couldn't conceptualise, like, moving, moving. I don't know. You probably have a lot more to say about this than I do. Have you always lived in Australia? No. no, I got got back... Oh. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, I was living in Paris for the last two years. Gorgeous. I got back in October of last year. Cool. And I had the same experience of coming back with, like no money to my name and Mm. um yeah it definitely had an expiration date yeah and i haven't i haven't like like uh solved that problem per se um it's the biggest problem which is beautiful people beautiful problems (laughs) yeah right right. (laughs) (laughs) to quote elizabeth grant you know yeah. Yeah. Like I believe in a glamorous live? life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of what city for me? Paris, Iceland. <laughs> I'm going to New York right? for a month in October. So that's and I intend to come back broke. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Spend every penny. Why not? Why the hell not? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's why you're living with mum and dad right now. Yeah. 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 I just want to go to Balthazar and fuck it up. What's Balthazar? It's like that Keith McNally guy on Instagram. Like, all famous people go to Balthazar. And he's got, like, a really, like, controversial Instagram, but he's really funny. Okay. He does, like, front of house... Re- he posts the front of... Ha- front of house report. I know. <laughs> <laughs> front of house reports. <laughs> like, like, the, the few the hairs that are all. still on my lower back... <laughs> the few hairs that are still on my lower back pricked up when you said front of house reports. <laughs> the... F- the waiter reports um he posts them and there's like good celeb stories loving that yeah I need let's to talk about let's talk about fame oh fame yeah culture yeah yeah um inner fame i don't know if you know this about us but we are really big lady gaga fans <laughs> and well i was trying to find the quote somewhere laura you're gonna for sure just know like that what was it Gaga said about inner fame? Oh, it's like, um, it's so silly. Like, she's like, I think it's the one where she's saying, um... I think I know this one. But she, but she's, she's like, like, if you don't honour your work, you're nothing. Well, there's there's that type of one. But I think this one, she's like, um, you know, the paparazzi, were cha- they were taking pictures of us, but we weren't famous. We didn't have any money. It was that inner fame. They were, you know, and talking about her streets kind of like being... Uh, walking around the street thinking they were so fabulous that that was what kind of attracted about this, this. this kind of... This is ca- called Kate the Kate Blanchett situation and that's called at, um... At... at um, Leap. Leap. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, at, at a, that her acting score. <laughs> Just give it away. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. no, no um, they... Well, somebody said that I do this a lot and now I'm cautious that I'm doing it that whenever I bring out Kate Blanchett because I do it a lot and I talk about something that happened to her at night I always follow up which I also learnt when I was at night <laughs> <laughs> um, but they teach you about the cape and crown I've never heard of this. I'm really they, excited to At NIDA, they teach you about do the tell. cape and crown. And they teach you, and I've never forgotten it, and it's inner fame, they teach you everywhere you fucking go... You are wearing your invisible cape and crown. 
That's the silliest way to say that. That is really It's like the inversion. That makes me feel way worse. To me, that's the inversion of like the acting premise. It's like you get on a stage, you imagine the audience in their underwear. Yeah. It's like the inversion of that, right? But then I also just, because then I believe, Kate, maybe it wasn't Kate Blanchett, but somebody who played a king, I think it was Kate Blanchett when she did King Lear. Mm. They asked her, like, how she plays a king, and then she said it's not about what she does, it's about what everyone else does, which is very interesting. Mm. Like, if you're the king... You're being served, (laughs) because you're serving. (laughs) But in a fame. Yeah. Yeah, I think she was speaking about, like... um she's always felt famous and there's this like fabulous um (laughs) facebook group that was made when she was a kid at school and she was you know ridiculed and bullied for being such a like arty loser right Mm. um there's this like fantastic facebook group that was made that was like stephanie germanotta that's her name you will never be famous um do you have any haters that are making (laughs) facebook groups about you jessica rose pearson i don't but I've made my own Facebook pages when I was 11. (laughs) (laughs) Do they still... Are they still I don't think they're... I hope they're fucking gone. So I've been, like, a drama queen since I was born Uh and, like, always brought the show. Drama queen. Yes, always brought the show. With a a crown. With a crown on on my head. Anyway, (laughs) I was in year five. I was ten. And it was time, end of the year time, to do your school captain speech. Mm. And oh, I was really... You were school captain. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, was it, was it like, in, in the process of self-nomination? Oh, it, was, it was the process we had to do our speech, say, mm. I'll put Coca-Cola in the bubblers, yes. et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Anyway, I was really little, so my whole slogan was, like, good things come in small packages. Awesome. And my dad oh. took the day off work. Oh. And then I, like, was in a box, and my dad wheeled me on stage in the box, and I jump out of the box, Shut and I do my up. thing. But then there was all this controversy, and then I got school captain, and there was all this controversy. I almost lost it because I um, started. This is a huge personal story that has stuck with me forever, and it's like my "look at me now" story. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was in the bathroom at lunch. My friends and I we were making a movie on our Nokia E sixty threes, and I was the cinematographer. <laughs> and my friend was supposed to be in the cubicle next to me, being possessed. It was a horror film, awesome. <laughs> but she wasn't in there. I school captain filmed a girl in kindergarten doing a (laughs) and then I got like obliterated by the teachers they wouldn't even let me explain myself they were going that's disgraceful and I was going but but and they were going no no No. shutting me down it's Lydia Tarr all over again it's totally and then I made it was a time Kevin Rudd was prime minister (laughs) and I made (laughs) great context it's like when you tell that story before and you're like this is what I was wearing but it's like this was the prime minister at the time Kate Blanchett had just done that. <laughs> yeah, what was her most recent film? Um, uh, oh. Probably Benjamin Button. Yeah. Which sort oh. of actually fits into the story. But, okay, I made a Facebook page called um, It's it's uh, Lonely at the Top, and the <laughs> photo was a photo of Kevin Rudd crying. Oh. And I made that, like, seriously. Wow. Oh. 
You're saying it's lonely to? at the top of the cubicle when you're peeking <laughs> over the other one? No, I just I was, I was captain. I was yeah. like misunderstood. Wow. Yeah. Like tall puppy I, syndrome. I can't imagine what it would have would have been like to um to berate you so fiercely as a teacher. Like I just imagined you looking very little and innocent. I've been berated by teachers in that way where I was like, no, you don't get it. There was this there was this moment I had obviously I was always very chummy with my English teachers. Mm -hmm. And there was this new-ish English teacher who I got along with, like a house on fire, Miss Santiago. And this was like year 10 or year 11. And and so we were like gearing up for the HSC and um, she was getting married or she had just gotten married. And I said something to her really flippantly about like, oh, I hope you don't like, you know, have children in the next two years because because I would really miss you oh, and no. I would love to um, you know Whoops. stay in your class until until we finish school and like I got pulled out of art class later in the day by the like head of the department who was this she was this woman who like was really ridiculed by all of the boys mm. I went to an all boys school was really ridiculed for the way that she looked by all the boys and she had a really harsh exterior because Mm. um yeah because I think she's she was being given a rough time by the by the students Mm. um and she pulled me out of class and she tore me a new one she was like how dare you ask a like tell a woman blah 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 blah, blah. Mm. and um and I was so distraught and confused and and I had no idea why I I hate that when people come off on I'm like do not make an ass out of you and me Mm. ask me if ask me what like what's going on yeah and it was just clear that she didn't know that I was Mm. like that like dweeby nerdy boy in the corner of the room that was like saying it because I actually had such an affinity for my teacher um and then yeah I spoke to my teacher and she it's was actually awful it was really it was really humiliating and I'm just <laughs> picturing the both of you as children and I know that you were such a t- tiny little thing you know I what really I mean small as well yeah that it's just it's just cruel it just I hadn't even gone through puberty me. at that point yeah. I was like 17 had no hair on my legs just like I don't have any hair on my legs right now I'm not kidding I really had not gone through yeah. puberty at that point I was distraught I was upset I was crying oh, that, yeah, was she awful. knows that's wow that's not on command that's crazy that it's was, really intense yeah it's really intense yeah mm. No one's going to break you today. You are safe. You are me. safe with me. You are That's safe awesome. with me. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Childhood. So speaking of, like, crowns and <laughs> scepters and um, school captains, coronation took place. Oh, recently. That's right. Laura um, thought was <laughs> thinking fondly. Laura sent me a really funny text message and I put it on Instagram and oh. then I deleted it. Oh, I didn't see it on Instagram. Because, can I tell the story? What happened? Basically, Laura sent me this message. What did you say? You said. No, you, you, I was, I was trying to ask you like, what are you up to in what part of the movie are you up to? But I just said, what are you up to? I was watching a Nicole Kidman movie. I, I just said, what are you up to? And you, you told me how your day was going. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, cool, 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 like, whatever. And then you said, what are you up to? And I was like, I wrote out this text message, and I was like, it's too silly. I can't send it. Backspace, backspace, backspace. And then I was like, no, I'm going to... And I typed it out again and sent it. <laughs> and it said something like, 
touching myself and thinking about the coronation. Yes. <laughs> and then there was like a follow-up message to some other thing that was responded to. And then there was a picture of Drew's cat on your lap, right? Okay, hear yeah. me out. So I take a screenshot <laughs> and I just didn't feel like having all of our messages on Instagram. So no, I blurred, I, I yeah. whited out all of them, okay. except for the picture. Cause I thought like, it's just a quarter of a picture, just the top of it. I so you this. can't see everything. <gasps> Then, I I, once I saw me. it on Instagram, once I put it on, I thought, she's talking about touching herself, and then I've got a picture. <laughs> and I thought, people might think that she sent me a picture of her touching herself. Yeah. <laughs> so I deleted yeah. it. That's I think, like, funny. one person saw it. That's hilarious. That's Isn't hilarious. That they said they would start a rumour today about the fact, like the fact that about us fucking like and just spread this rumor that like we had this like crazy relationship that like oh you know really got in the way when i love fake rumors yeah yeah we joked once about like what would be if you could make up your own rumor and what would it be i don't know oh (laughs) (laughs) it's so tempting but it's also like the possibilities are so endless. Like, I know. Where do you begin with I the Should I start? Yeah, I, I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, I know what mine would be. Mine yeah. would be that I'm an autodidact in the way that I can like autofillate. Oh, awesome. I would, yeah. I would. You can suck your own cock. Tell everyone that. Yeah. I, I wish you didn't just thing. say that right now so we could just spread that rumor. <laughs> like, I'll tell everyone I know. Tell everyone, please. I actually really don't know. Hmm. I wish I could also have the rumour that I could suck myself off. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Awesome. And would you have a penis to suck off? Is yeah, that part yeah. of the rumour? Yeah, that's part of the rumour. Lady Gaga. Okay, yeah. I want that too. But my friends and I were going to... We like, have all have penises that we suck. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really... No. You knew what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's always like, you know, when you go to like a bar and there's always in the bathroom, there's always like public graffiti saying like oh, yeah. fuck Connor or like yes. something like that but I, you should start writing that on the back of bathroom I can say my own cock like your full name like Charles yeah Charles Patrick Charles Patrick put your at there Ken suck on cock like you should do that I'll start writing that in bathrooms Please. for you yeah. Can suck own cock. Own Videos cock. here. <laughs> suck own, own cock. cock. And QR code. That's yeah. a porn yeah. title. That's a porn <laughs> title. Video here. QR code. Yeah, yeah. And what does the QR code take you to? Vanity Project. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. That's really, that's really clever. Yes, Ooh. I love that. <laughs> My favourite, people like to put, um marketing ideas to us yeah thank you (laughs) another highlight that we had was um was um you should make dental dams someone said that's yeah branded dental dams (laughs) totally Mm, mm. Oh, by the way, where can people buy the books? Are you buying yeah. things? Oh, buying yes, buying things. Um, you can buy it from the normal poetry website. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, I got they're all numbered. I got the best one. Sixty nine. <laughs> sixty nine. Did you get sixty nine? I got sixty nine. Hmm. That's awesome. Um, you can get it from the normal poetry website or. There's nowhere in store in Sydney. If you're in Melbourne, you can get it from paperback bookshop mm-hmm. or like Brunswick Bound or Rainer. 
so mm. cool that they have it there. At Rainer's. But Rainer's the so like fashion girl store. It's so sexy. And then I think they use normal poetry stocks at a couple of places like AP Berlin, AP Books in Berlin. That's awesome. And a bookstore in Glasgow and a couple in New Zealand, like World Food Books mm. and stuff. Love World Food Books. Do you? Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. it. It's great. Cool. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, that's all. That's all. Um, um, would you like to maybe read a passage for us to close, uh, close it out? Yeah, let's do it. Let me find one that's good. Now, Dan, I believe their name is Dan. Yes. Read the fabulous um, passage of the Umbilical Brothers on Hung Up. True. Um, and that was excellent yeah the umbilical brothers real story i actually did go and see the umbilical brothers mm. live last year and what were they actually like their <laughs> at per- the opera house performance value for, did you enjoy it? oh my god okay so my friend priya and i got like really dressed up because we were like we're going to the opera house As you do. um and then we were just like surrounded by like 14 year old boys in board shorts and we were just like fuck and it was just like heaps of like green screens with flying babies and we went and we intentionally (laughs) saw it because we were really depressed and we were like maybe this will make us laugh and it made us more depressed like we were so like it was so we were just like she was angry she was like this is not funny um you found a way to make it i I, like i had to it was funnier coming out of it because i was like what the fuck is this simulacra you know when you get picked up at the opera house by like a fan the ubers are fancier and they're just like chauffeur style like they get out and you're like what and then we're in the uber and we're sitting there going like like feeling like we've been like gaslit by the umbilical brothers not because they did anything wrong per se but just like it was so confusing like we're like Mm. what ways up and then we get in this chauffeur chauffeur uber fancy uber and then he's like puts on this playlist called like lazy jazz cat and it's like <laughs> and we were just going ah no um yeah anyway <laughs> uh speaking about nicole kidman Yay! I'm probably going to do an audiobook, which I am really keen for. (laughs) That's awesome. Here we go. Scene 10, Nicole Kidman. When I was 18, I went to the Grace Darling and lied to some models. All I knew to order was to kill a sunrise, to kill a sunrise, to kill a sunrise, to kill a sunrise, to kill a sunrise. Gosford vibes. I told them I was... Nicole Kidman's goddaughter. I did all their coke and ran. Awesome. <laughs> Yo. And then I'll read one more that's also about Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Such a treat. <laughs> and the Nicole Kidman fan pod. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> Honestly, though, scene 15. What if I'm not myself at the art show? What if my calling is cucumber sandwiches with the crusts cut off Mm. or spending the day at home having one spoonful of Greek yogurt at hourly intervals, standing in the kitchen with the fridge door open and matching white knickers and camisole, 
pretending to be an actress in a Stanley Kubrick film. Mm. If you could all mm. see me now, you would think, I love you. I react to the mm. d- yogurt with a different emotion each time. My strongest muscle, <laughs> my eyebrows, carving jealousy or seduction or guilt on my fridge-lit face. Incredible. Awesome. That one's awesome. a showstopper. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Wow. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks um, for having me. I hope you've redeemed your <laughs> in terms of <laughs> podcast experiences. Or that yeah. we've somehow redeemed that yeah. um, experience for you. And we're very excited to Yeah, I'm excited for the birthday party. Yeah. The birthday deeply. party. Yeah, the party is June seventh. Yeah. Good space. Yeah. Jessica Rose Pearson is going to be there. Yeah. I can't believe we got her, you guys. <laughs> I can't stop crying. We did it, kids. Um, yeah. yeah. So Find me in the bathroom, writing secrets on the back of toilet stalls. And taking pictures yeah. of people taking shits. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Have short-term memory. <laughs> yeah, don't shit next to Jesse. <laughs> 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 Should take it of it. Should we seal it with a loving kiss? Yeah. Seal it with a loving kiss. Mmm. Wow. Travel around the world, wish the